Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Countess Luann Dallas Epps from the Real Housewives of New York was spotted filming her music video for her new song, Feeling Giovanni, with a few other housewives from Atlanta and Beverly Hills. Jacqueline Larita from the Real Housewives of New Jersey is yet again in another sticky financial situation, causing her and hubby Chris to sell their belongings on Facebook? And Vanderpump Rules star Jax Taylor also is in the weeds with the IRS as he is slapped with a $80,000 tax lien. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I'll be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, Kean Palmer. Kean is an L.A.-based pop slash R&B singer and songwriter. His debut single, Burn Mona Lisa, has almost 4 million streams to date, and the record's success led to his debut album with the same title. He's also written songs for the most recent season of Vanderpump Rules, so that makes you kind of like my muse. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, uh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course. This is so great. So tell me how you got your music onto Vanderpump Rules. This is kind of like a dream come true. I feel yeah, like. right? It, it's so random, actually. I was like, I was in this meeting, like at uh, my licensing company. So I'm just like sitting there and I was like, I feel like I'm like totally in the wrong meeting because everybody was like super urban. It was like rappers and stuff. So everyone, <laughs> and I'm just like, wait, why am I here? Why'd you invite me? So randomly, though, there there were these guys that work at like a like sink and TV uh, house and they specifically work on Vanderpump Rules and they wanted like a pop act to like start writing for them. So because I was the only pop act there, I got the gig. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Yeah. So I was just like, what the hell just happened to me right now? So then all of a sudden it's funny, too, because my old roommates are like super into Vanderpump Rules, like real, real stands, you know? So I came home, I was like, you wouldn't even believe what just happened to me. I was like, I'm now writing for Vanderpump Rules. Like (laughs) I'm going to do a couple songs in the show. So funny. That is amazing. So when they tell you like you need to write a song for Vanderpump Rules, what are they saying? Like what's the concept that you need to kind of work off of? It's actually really funny. It's like way different than writing for any other TV show I've had. Like they literally like gave me the titles. So this is before it aired. So I had like the scene and the titles, what they wanted me to call it. And they were like the funniest titles. Like the first one they wanted me to call it Swagger for Days. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, I okay. And then the second one was called The Clock My Mojo. Oh I like, what the hell does that mean? Still trying to figure it out. And I was like really trying to interpret it. And I had to like coin this like phrase. And there were the, all the info I had. They were like, Tom and Tom 
are opening Tom Tom and they're going to walk in wearing matching suits and it's you're going to have to do like clock my mojo and I was just like and then I watched it and I was like they weren't even walking in they were on a motorcycle so what's going on here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah. that's such an interesting way of looking at how they kind of create this music because, I mean, as a viewer, like, you'll sometimes, like, see a scene where it's like, I'm a girl and I'm walking down the street going yeah. to the mall, you know, like, <laughs> stuff like that where it's like, who's making this? But evidently, right, exactly. like, you. <laughs> You're not doing it seriously, you know what I mean? Because yeah. most shows, they'll just, like, pull something that's, like, already out. Like, like Vanderpump specifically, like, has everything written for the show. That is so interesting yeah. that they would put the budget towards that. <laughs> no, right? It's crazy. I like literally, like, I was flying uh, from New York to LA and I just like wrote them on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, to get to know you a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions. Yeah. What is your favorite show on Bravo? Vanderpump. I mean, that. I heard you're a season one Stassi head. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> She's the me I want to be. She is me, and that's, like, kind of the terrifying thing. But, like, I'm looking at, like, her season seven arc. Like, I can't wait to get to that part. I'm, like, I'm going to find my bow. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) What is your least favorite show on Bravo? Okay. It's Shaza Sunset, but I have a reason. Yeah, do tell, because you have to defend yourself to me. This is my reason. Okay, so I'm (laughs) also a Persian man, and my mom told me like right when it started airing she's like we're not watching this <laughs> this is against us they're gonna make us look crazy and they sure did they sure do <laughs> <laughs> so i don't like actually really hate it but like i think it's fun to hate it you know no i get that i get that <laughs> and what is a bravo star that you think should come back to a current franchise brandy glanville Oh, well, I feel like Beverly Hills is missing a wild card. Like Kim Richards, like you never know what was going to happen. Brandy Glanville, she's like throwing glasses, smacking Lisa Vanderpump. That's what I need. Like Brandy Glanville. I was like at Soho House in West Hollywood, like I think it was a couple months ago. And I got a Brandy Glanville spotting and she's wearing like leopard skin tight pants (laughs) with a glass of wine that's like you know it's two glasses of wine poured together. She was like, you know? I'll take a double. They're like, we don't yeah, really do like, that with wine. She's like legitimately could not walk. And it wasn't the heels. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah, Brandy's kind of like my spirit animal if I like really wanted to be like fully depressed when I'm in my 50s. Right. <laughs> Poor girl. <laughs> or the opposite. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like Brandy's kind of like spiraling, but she's going to be on Beverly Hills eventually, like with that creepy scene with Denise at that restaurant. I know. I'm yeah. wondering what their connection is. Like, I just really think it has to do something with Charlie Sheen. I feel like Charlie Sheen and Brandy Glanville are on the same level of like questionable behavior. So yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. I don't know. I'm like really proud of her. <laughs> <laughs> Good job getting back on the show. <laughs> Well, let's just jump right into news. So everybody has known the drama that's going on in Southern Charm between Thomas Ravenel and Catherine Dennis. This past week was obviously the season premiere of the newest season. The episode was really great. But now news reports are coming out from the deposition that Dawn, the nanny that Thomas Ravenel allegedly um, (laughs) raped. So dark. So it was saying that Dawn's friend, who happens to be an Uber driver in Charleston, was driving them around, and evidently Thomas got into the car with a bunch of friends. Thomas was the last person to be dropped off out of the Uber, and he wanted to give a tour of his house to the female Uber driver, which, like, one? (laughs) Maybe that should be a telltale sign that this guy is a fucking creep. But... 
preface this, he was out that night, the night that Catherine was giving birth to their son, (laughs) Saint, who was a month early. So supposedly he was all lit up and coked out, obviously, because it's, you know, Thomas Ravenel. So the Uber driver says to him, like, aren't you celebrating the birth of your baby? Like, don't you think you should go to the hospital and, like, mm, see the baby? And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, will you do me a favor? I'll pay you $500 to clean the cocaine off my face and wipe it off my clothes. That's a real stand-up guy, yeah? (laughs) I mean, he's the person I would want to raise my children, for sure. (laughs) God. So one, obviously him telling an Uber driver to come inside the house for a tour is so dark. (laughs) Like, Right. The thought in it was I was like, what are the odds that she randomly knows this Uber driver? Right. I don't know any Uber driver that's like randomly picking up my boss. (laughs) Yeah, right. And then I'm getting this kind of tea. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you should be like, oh, yeah, I picked up your boss. Yeah, we didn't talk. We're sitting here, like, (laughs) sending a baby high as a kite. (laughs) Right. And also, like, then throwing it into a deposition. She was like, well, this Uber driver once told me. (laughs) Like, what? Like, get her on the stand. Yeah. It's like, what is going on here right now? So, supposedly, this week, Catherine Dennis spoke with Us Weekly. Now that they're obviously doing press for the upcoming season. And she said, quote, he came to the hospital after I gave birth, coked out and drunk at 3 a.m., which is like. I love that she openly was like he was coked out because I think it's like something that Bravo really notoriously does where it's like half the people on the network are coked out. But like when it's brought up, it's a major thing. Like we saw it with like Dorinda on New York, Dorit on Beverly Hills. And now like most recently in Vanderpump Rules where Tom Sandoval was like, James Kennedy, like, dude, like you're great until you start doing quote unquote uppers. And James looked at him and he was like, shut the fuck. Yeah, right. We're not doing this. It's not a secret. I mean, it's not about the pasta, but, like, it always is. Right, exactly. You just have to, like, say it, and then we all go crazy. Right. Well, I think I remember – I don't know. I read, like, so much bullshit and, like, listen to all these podcasts about Bravo stuff. And I feel like I heard once that, like, like, in the earlier seasons of Vanderpump Rules that the producers had to be like, hey, Jax, like, your drugs are on camera. Like, you got to learn. You do the key bumps in the bathroom with the door closed, like, when there's cameras around. Like – Stop. Have that. You're the oldest one here. You're literally 73 years old. Like you yeah, need right? to go to sleep and stop doing drugs. Yeah. So I don't know what this whole entire situation is going to obviously mean for Thomas. I think he's definitely not going to get, you know, any real custody of his kids. And it's interesting to right. see how it's playing out on Southern Charm this season because the first episode was like half the cast being like, I'm not saying anything about Thomas's rough situation because i don't want to get my ass sued right (laughs) well you know what fuck him he's a rapist (laughs) he does not deserve to be on my screen (laughs) well moving on to vanderpump rules news Jax taylor god so supposedly a lien was filed on march 27th saying that Jason Couchy owes the state of California over 80 grand in back taxes. Not surprising. So a clerk at the LA County Register has told Page Six that the lien has actually not been released, and then Taylor's rep said it's been paid off. So I'm safe to say this has not been paid off. 
Um, yeah, but then I'm confused too because I'm like, how do you have eighty thousand dollars in debt, but you're buying a house? Like, is that real? It's a one point nine million dollar house, and then they also he like bought Brittany that seventy thousand dollar engagement ring. Right. Like, it's just like things aren't adding up here. Well, I really do think Jax Taylor is the next of the situation from Jersey Shore. In eight years, he's going to be doing seven months in federal prison. He's going to get like all bulk and swolled up, like health, health, oh, like for sure. Like then he's going to have a kid, and he's going to have the Uber driver wipe the cocaine off of his face. I just, yeah, getting back to that, just right for a second, like what grown man who's clearly been a coke addict for 30 years needs a stranger to wipe it off his face? Like, right. what? Figure that out. Get a moist towelette. Yeah, or just, like, rub your sleeve on your nose, and you should be good. Like, yeah. how much are you really doing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But besides the point, Jack Taylor was adding to the statement that he made, saying, you might want to talk to some of my other cast members about their money-spending habits. Not me. I'm frugal. My dad taught me well. It's like... I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're proving that that's the exact opposite, sir. I mean, a part of me thinks like he – like they make a lot of money. So in this entire tax issue situation, his salary came out that he's making 25 k an episode, which adds up to about 600 k a season. Not bad at all considering nope. all he does is get drunk on Sheen and his girlfriend and get a lot of money for it. It's – Right. It's incredible. But then you think like he does like appearances and he goes to Vegas and, you know, Um, it kills me that these idiots make so much money. Like, no, it's nuts. But they're like, they know, like, I have to like, they convince me that they're really dumb. But then part of me is like, do you know exactly what you're doing? Is this, is this how you're staying relevant out here? Well, I think the thing is, is like, this money is so fragile in the sense that, like, it's fleeting. Oh, you yeah. You know, this isn't going to be a forever thing. Like, Jax Taylor, like, isn't, like, you know, Oprah or Martha Stewart who can, like, create a brand and let it live. Can you imagine the fact that I'm comparing Jax Taylor to Oprah or Martha yeah. Stewart? Like, what a yeah, deep he's cut. both in a Martha Stewart, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like. <laughs> like legal issues you know but in the sense that like Jax is not gonna be able to like take his brand anywhere like in 20 years Jax yeah is either gonna be in prison or he's gonna be the situation you called exactly like you're exactly right obviously like I'm very into the situation though like I'm loving the photos of him in jail like in his little outfit like I find it very hot like I'm very into it (laughs) it's like not even hot but I just like comforting yeah exactly it makes me feel good about myself (laughs) (laughs) so hearing Jax have these tax issues definitely was was a highlight of my week oh yeah I mean that guy he's got some things coming for him I think he's put enough uh he's put enough negativity out there that uh (laughs) <laughs> karma's gotta bite him in the ass at some yeah, point because him right now. this guy it's ridiculous it's like he's consistently been a terrible boyfriend a terrible friend just a terrible employee and he consistently like gets the beautiful girl gets the house is is the star of the show ultimately right. and has all of these great things constantly happening to him it's like how like <laughs> what like the drama i, I mean the most dramatic you thrive <laughs> I mean, that's true. And also what Jax is really good at is playing the victim. And I think because like 
we've kind of like watched his arc and we've seen him in so many different iterations of Jax Taylor that like us as viewers were just like, oh, it's Jax. Like you kind of like feel bad. You don't really like. Yeah. And then there's a moment and then it's just like, <laughs> then, you, then you gotta like think about it and then you gotta think about the past. I mean, we've seen him cheat on every person he's been with on the show. And that ranges from like Stassi, like. On Stassi, you know what I mean? I mean, Stassi at least was like, I am not ever getting back together with you. Like, we are not playing this back and forth game. And Brittany's like, he's changed and we're getting married. It's like, what? He hasn't changed. You know, six months after cheating, after not addressing it, like, you know, Jax, like, made it like a rule in their house that they would never speak about his infidelity. That is just like... (laughs) I mean, you saw it in that therapy episode where he's just like, stop, Brittany, stop. It's like, it's not an issue anymore. It's like, well, yeah, just because you decide that you cheating on her is not an issue anymore doesn't mean it's like not a, you know, pretty major It'll be brought up. She's going to have a couple martinis and everything will change. Oh, totally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, moving on to other people who are in murky waters with their financial situation. Real Housewives of New Jersey star Jacqueline Lorita, who is back on seasons one through seven, has been going through really bad money problems the last few years so back on episode 39 we talked about how her house was under foreclosure and has been like brought even lower on the market and they've been dealing with foreclosure issues since 2015 but you guys things have been taken to an additional level of sad when this past week her husband chris larita took to his personal facebook account and has been posting their home items on the internet to sell (laughs) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The first thing about this is I'm like, okay, first off when I heard this, I was like, okay, that's sad. Like, you know, this isn't good. And then when you like do a little research into it, I'm just like thrown off. I'm like, okay, so you're you're gonna try to sell a five thousand dollar chandelier on Facebook? Yeah. Also, so, it's like it has like with like the parentheses, like you must remove it yourself. It's like, oh great, so now I have to hire a company, a chandelier removal right. company, 
<laughs> right. And I'm just like over here. I'm like, first off, if you're selling a chandelier, like who the hell is buying a chandelier on Facebook? Like, I use chandelier on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah, let me just get this like chandelier, this negative ass chandelier. I'm going to have to sage it when I get home. <laughs> like, I don't want that. This thing looks like freaking Katy Perry's Met Gala outfit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't want that in my home. I'd rather hang up the burger. It's bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bad juju. Like, I was like, okay. I was like, okay, the poker table. I'm like, yeah, that's like a dad thing, whatever. You well, know? the poker table, we saw it in <laughs> many We saw it in many episodes where like all of like those guidos were sitting around with like yeah. massive charcuteries, <laughs> like losing right. all of the money none of them actually have on poker. Right. And then my favorite part about it is like, he's like made a statement. He's like, oh, you know, this has nothing to do with the foreclosure. It's that (laughs) our new house is a completely different style. It's like, you're that far like in it that you got to like lie about that. It's just like, do what you got to do, but like (laughs) stay real on it. So they're also selling a 74 inch television and it's one of those like three foot boxy TVs. Like, you know, it's been in their basement for like 13 years. So that's actually for free. It doesn't work, though. And that's another situation where you have to go pick it up yourself. Right. It just must be too heavy. (laughs) There's also a $200 $200 $200 signed Silence of the Lambs framed poster. Oh, my gosh. Everybody knows you got to go to eBay for that. Like, who <laughs> knew the Loritas were such movie buffs? Like, they no also way. have, like, signed Sopranos posters, which is very, like, on-brand for Jersey yeah. vibe, which <laughs> that I get. They're also selling some stuff, a part of a bedroom set, like, wooden cabinets. The whole thing is very depressing. It's really sad. But what I want to know is, are people buying you know, as of right now, I haven't seen any takers. Granted, like, who wants a used, you know, poker table? Which on that listing, it said, like, in the caption, it was like, by the way, this poker table needs a little TLC, you know? Right. <laughs> like, God. Oh my God. Like, this is truly so depressing. But, you know, back in March of 2017, Bravo said that Jacqueline would never be coming back as a full-time housewife. So... I don't know what he does as a living. I know he was shilling that little mini popcorn company, um, but I don't really think that's lucrative. I think he's selling stuff now. That's his job. <laughs> he's on <an> eBay. <laughs> yeah, he really should switch to eBay and get off yeah, Facebook Marketplace. You're on Craigslist. Like, I don't know. Put you, yourself out there. You can definitely, like, get at a 74-inch old TV off your hands on Craigslist within, like, two and a half hours. Like, oh, for sure. Someone is willing to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> or at least steal it. Well, moving on to really, really exciting news. Countess Luann Deliceps from The Real Housewives of New York has been filming the music video for her new song, Feeling Giovanni. <laughs> such a joke so pictures were released to people magazine last year saying that showed that the real housewives of beverly hills star lisa rinna and real housewives of atlanta star cynthia bailey are in this music video and the photo that they posted on people and the photo that was released to people magazine that i'll post on the bravo happy hour instagram account is the three of them doing like a gorgeous little charlie's angel moment with like the fake guns (laughs) In the Giovanni dress. I'm like, where did you three decide that that this was going to be the trio? Right, for the I, that's what video? I was super confused about. I was like, this is 
what how does this tie in and i'm ready to see it well i think lisa rinna is a hustler we all know she'll take any job ever offered ever (laughs) cynthia bailey that's like a deep cut yeah right she must have been in town (laughs) they probably were just like you know what this dress is your size (laughs) you're a model you're pretty hot so like you can go off i mean i just feel bad for poor dorinda like we know dorinda's jealousy towards luann like even though i don't know i don't know if i would necessarily call it jealousy because luann is somewhat like a tragic figure through all of this like in a way we're all kind of like laughing at her but she still is like the one who gets the last laugh she's like i'm a literally a touring cabaret singer um i am wearing giovanni this song is gonna make me mad money and i have a pandora station <laughs> and dorinda's just like at home like being very mad with john oh yeah i don't know the thing about countess luann my icon no, she's <laughs> truly my queen, and, like, I strive to be like her. I just, like, I mean, the thing is, it's, like, every song that comes out, it's just, I know it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm going to love watching it. The craziest part, though, about it that I found out is it's, like, getting put out through Ultra Records, which is, like, a huge, like, EDM label. Like, pretty much every DJ you've ever known has put a song out through there. What? So it's, like, they think that she's going to make money off of it. I mean... I'm going to be streaming this song seven to eight times a day, like for the next at least three or four years. So, absolutely. (laughs) I'm going to be playing. Like, the thing is, you put a little liquor in me. I'm playing Countess Luann. (laughs) Wait, I feel like the two of you should do a collab. Like, you should reach out. I can do that little talk sing thing. You know what? You should, like, shoot. Oh my god, I can't wait to hear the song. I can't wait to see this video. The video. I just love the videos. Like, I was like making a joke about it, and I was just like, are these like all directed by Rebecca Black? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it feels like. Oh, (laughs) that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, they have like the same creative director. Yeah, same creative director. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do Rebecca Black and Countess Luann. And, and honestly, Luann would be, like, bragging about that. She'd be like, you know, Rebecca Black, like, Friday. We're yeah, being produced she, by the same man. Like, she made so much money. <laughs> do you remember the viral video? She doesn't have a Pandora station, but maybe yeah. one day. She doesn't have a deal with Giovanni, but I do. <laughs> do you remember, like, her first song when she was doing Money Can't Buy You class and she was, like, in yeah. the studio with that dude and he was like, I've produced Madonna. Prince Moby and now <laughs> Countess Luann. <laughs> like, <what>? yeah. <laughs> I just love it so much. <laughs> I love how there's just like an aura of delusion, especially around Luann, where it's like, who are you? And like, why did everyone literally like falls to her feet? Granted, she's like a beautiful model, was a countess, and like right. seems to be like a good time gal. Like, I feel like she must be amazing to hang out with. And she's also so beautiful, which like makes people like you faster <laughs> like, right. but, I, know, I have this theory about her that's like there's no uh there's no proof i haven't even read an article about it but she just gives me this like these like madam vibes totally <laughs> that's why everyone respects her it's like because you don't know what she's doing in the evenings like yeah, we you see- know what i mean she's <laughs> yeah. doing something she's doing something and and we're gonna find out 
Oh, so true. <laughs> well, let's move to our favorite moments that aired this week. I have to say, I have watched episode two of Texicanas, which I don't know. Have you watched it? Have you heard anything about this new show on Bravo yet? I haven't, but spill the tea. So it's all about Mexican women living in San Antonio, Texas. And it's basically like a housewives show, but just more about like the Mexican traditions being mm you know, in the lives of these American women. And it is just really funny. The drama is really great and really there. All of these women are genuinely friends, which always adds like layers of complexity in storylines and actually in fights. And this is just like my PSA to all the listeners. Give it a chance. There's only two episodes in, so we're still fresh. And as someone who is supposed to watch every Bravo show for a show that is all about Bravo, I don't watch every show. So the fact that I gave this one a chance, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to give it a chance. Mm -hmm. It's great. All the women are funny. They're crazy as hell. And they've actually, even in the last two episodes, they actually are touching on, you know, interesting topics. Like one of them is going through, I mean, it's not like interesting as I'm as I'm about to say it right now, it's not interesting. But she's talking about, like, how, you know, one of her sons has ADD and they're putting this, like, 10-year-old kid on medicine. And I don't know. It's interesting. And and they talk about all of these, like, really interesting Mexican superstitions and traditions. And it's just very fun. Lots of good laws. And I just want everyone to listen. So my PSA is over. <laughs> PSA noted. <laughs> yes. Please watch. <laughs> so what was your favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week? For me, well, you know, I got to stick where with what I know. <laughs> um, of course, the reunion. I just like, first off, I just love that there's like part one, part two, part three. It's like, it's like, like the funniest thing to We me. could do part eight, I feel like. Yeah, right? Group. Like I was like, I was talking to somebody about it and they're just like, I just like wish that they just like make this into like an Avengers movie where everyone, <laughs> like James is the villain. Like Lisa's the hero. <laughs> it was like, and it's like Andy Cohen. It's just like we don't even know what the hell he is, whose side he's on. It's just sitting there. Uh, I just well, love it. I feel like I don't know. I'm like a James Kennedy apologist. Like I don't know what that says about me, but I feel like they're all really ganging up on him, and to an extent where it's like it's getting a little overboard. It's like yeah, this. I, yeah, I think that they definitely like gang up and for him for the drama, and then he was like constantly like, oh, struggling with sobriety or whatever. But it's just like he doesn't seem like he's like super sweet when he's sober, anyways. Which is why I think they're like going off on him, you know? Totally. And then they're like, of course, it's like then he mixes alcohol with other stuff or whatever, <laughs> and it's just like yeah. like the uppers again. It's just like I don't know. I feel like he just like drives himself like into this hole and then starts screaming about it. Yeah, no, I mean, that's totally right. And then, like, during, like, the break where he's, like, going to Lisa and he's crying to her, I'm like, what? Everybody's in, like, the backstage area, like, smoking jewels and eating takeout, like, and you're, like, crying to your boss about how you're being beat up. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know. I feel kind of bad for him. And, you know, I this part of the episode, like, we kind of saw, like, Tom Schwartz kind of going at it more so with Jax and Brittany, and that whole thing I find really, yeah. like, aggressive. Like, I think it's been really telling the type of person that Brittany is. Like, she's so blinded by the lies that Jax has, like, led her into this, like, I feel like she's just giving in to anything that Jack says at this point. She can't, like, see situations for, like, how they really are. It's like, yeah, James made that fucked up rap about you, but he cheated on you. Like, the crux of the issue is is that Jack's cheated and that's what you're upset about. So you being so mean to James about something that he was just, like, being an idiot about, like, 
it seems like her anger is misdirected and it's hard for me to kind of watch. It's like part of me is just like, okay, if you're really going to marry the guy, it's like, okay, I guess be on his side. But it's just so twisted and so blind, you know, and like we're all sitting there watching and everybody sees it that it's just like hard to like, you're right. It's like kind of hard to like even be on her side. And I used to love Britney. Like when she came on, yeah. I was with everybody. I was like, oh, she's so sweet. She's so sweet. I'm like, she's done this dumb Southern girl, like doesn't realize what Jax is up to. And then as we've gone, gone through this season and you see how like truly like you have to be a very, you know, insecure person to just forget all of the negative things that he's done to her and put it all aside for the idea of this like picture perfect wedding and this life where it's like that's not how love works and that's not how like steady stable relationships work and without you to actually like delving into like your actual issues which is like his like genuine inability to like be monogamous like like that needs to be addressed before you two are getting married and moving towards anything serious and then the fact that they're like we're gonna have babies immediately it's like oh my god I don't know why people think that that like solves everything. I feel like it makes it worse. <laughs> well, well, that's I think. Okay, so it's like you know you have the nine months. You're so excited for the baby. The baby comes, but also let's not forget, Brittany has ulcers because of aggressive drinking. Like right. nine months of not drinking and you know not partying with your husband. What you don't think he's not going to still go out to these oh, shitty sure. bars in yeah. L.A. and you know try to mac on chicks? Like, let's be real. Like that's nine months okay so that's you know maybe some bliss for the two of them and then once the baby comes you know it'll be like four months of like new mommy new daddy vibes and everybody's gonna care and the tabloids are gonna talk about it Mm -hmm. and then after that you're just parents right and no one cares (laughs) nothing changed except now you have a lot more work to do and a lot more to fight about (laughs) exactly i don't know I just like the only thing I will say though I'm proud of is that apparently Lady Gaga saw her boobs. I like that. That was amazing. <laughs> the fact that Gaga is like, well, do you have a picture of her boobs on your phone? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like the that's like the only redeeming quality of that couple. <laughs> I mean, it makes me also love Gaga even like I didn't think I could love Lady Gaga more, but but here I am. I'm just like okay, yeah, she's exactly who you think she is. I also love how Lisa was like, yes, Gaga was my guest. I'm like, what are you and Gaga hanging out? like? <laughs> yeah, like what's going on there? I, I want to be invited. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, this actually brings us to the end of our show today. Thank you so much for coming on. And where can people find you and listen to your music and just all the above? Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, just for everyone out there, my name is Keon Palmer again. Um, yeah, you can find me anywhere, Spotify, Apple. Like My Instagram's at Keon Palmer, uh, K-Y-A-N-P-A-L-M-E-R. But yeah, I'm around, and hit me up if you hear this and like it, and thanks for having me on. I really uh, enjoy this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, well, this was great. You're an awesome guest to have on, and you will definitely you be back. I will be back. Yay. I'll be back with the tea. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, have a good one. All right, bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 